Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to our slash entitled parents, where this mental Karen insists that her daughter have a C-section at a planned time so that her and her husband can schedule their visit for the birth of her granddaughter. Without a doubt, it's up there as one of the craziest stories that we've come across on this subreddit. So if you are looking forward to it, first of all, drop a like on this episode and make sure you are subscribed for daily reddit stories just like this without further ado here we go my mum is insistent that i have a c-section so that she and my dad can schedule their visit for the birth of my daughter i don't know where to begin i just need a place to vent i a 31 year old woman am due to have my first baby in just over five weeks time my pregnancy was a surprise and it's been a difficult eight months thus far Although low risk, I've experienced every symptom you can imagine from intense morning sickness to migraines and carpal tunnel syndrome. I've also faced some pretty intense discrimination at work despite maintaining a high rate of performance throughout the year. All of this to say, it's been a rough year. I've had little support from my family this year and their nonsense has seemingly known no bounds. Since around May, they've been asking my partner and I to make the 10-hour drive interstate for Christmas so that we could spend it with them. This would be fine, but my doctor has repeatedly told me not to do this as I'll be 36 weeks at that point and prone to blood clots. Despite this, they've continued to pester my partner and I about it. At one point, they proposed coming to us for Christmas but then swiftly shut down their own idea when they immediately realized it would be an inconvenience to them. Recently, my dad was diagnosed with some health problems of his own, which he's been told is completely treatable with surgery and some medication. Regardless, I have called every other day to check up on him and to see how he's going. In the last few weeks, my mum has started telling me how awful birth was for her and every other woman on both sides of my family. I kid you not, every time she calls, she encourages me to plan a C-section and drop some new detail about a relative who had a traumatic birth experience. I have told her that her comments are unhelpful and she's known for months that I don't want a C-section if I can help her. She constantly says things like, if I had my time again, I'd plan a C-section as if it's an easier option. I wondered why she started down this path until she started making comments about dad's treatment plan and appointments such as, We might be able to make it out to see you for a few days in January, but dad might have to go to an appointment on the 18th and then again on the 31st. And then after that, we can't visit for a while because dad might need surgery. I snapped and told her that I would not and could not plan the birth of my child around their schedule and that they shouldn't bother coming. They haven't even asked my partner or I if we even want extended family present directly after both. We don't. I was so scared about the birth and was starting to feel somewhat comfortable with the idea of it all 
when my mum started making these comments. Every time I've told her that I'm upset about their comments or their lack of normal healthy support, my mum has told me that I'm just hormonal and that everyone else has their own thing going on. I'm so sick of their trash and I'm ready to cut them off for some time. I feel like they've made the birth of my little girl all about them. They've compared the potential surgery my dad might need to my birth. Talking about catheters and IV drips like I won't need a similar setup, particularly if I do go down the C-section routes. When they did come to visit earlier in the year, they made comments about what I was eating. I was 24 weeks pregnant at that point. One of my unhealthy options was a few chocolates after dinner. I don't even know what to say or do. All of this has made me reflect on my childhood and I can't help but feel sad about that too. I've spent the last few weeks just crying about it all and I'm so tired of venting about it to my partner. Thanks for reading if you've come this far. I just needed to vent. Absolutely incredible. That's all I can say. Just want to start the episode. The one thing you have to do is do not tell your mum when the baby is born. You've got to wait. You just have to. It's actually insane. I mean, if you are genuinely trying to to plan a pregnancy date or say, yep, I want to have my C-section at this time so I know this person can come and, oh, would you mind pushing it back one day just so my husband can come as well, just so he can be there? I mean, of course it's ridiculous, but it's also bordering on unsafe for the child, right? I mean, what, what if the child had to come out? The baby had to come out at a certain point or had an optimal due date, but your mum was like, no, can you just push it back a week or so so we can get there? Surely there are probably some health implications there. I don't know. Obviously a crazy, crazy demand that I don't think you will give in to. But uh, yeah, make sure you don't, please, OP. My cousin sends our family her child's Christmas list each year. And it's completely insane. Every November, I, a 24-year-old woman, receive a dreaded text in our extended family group chat from my cousin, who's a 35-year-old woman. The text includes a highly detailed Christmas list from her five-year-old, who we'll call Penny. The items are always expensive, obscure, and very hard to find. Additionally, she expects us to reply with the item we have purchased, then sends back the updated list with that item checked off. Each year, there's exactly the number of items for people in the chat, and once people hurry to claim the cheapest ones, you're left with $100 to $300 items to choose from. My cousin is an only child, and her mum caters to this, as well as her dad, but the rest of us are getting pretty sick of it. Last year, someone didn't follow the list and said they'd already bought something else in the group chat. And she responded, that isn't what Penny wants this year, which made them feel guilty for not adhering to this insanity. Now, some backstory. Penny has autism, is nonverbal, and is the sweetest child ever. My cousin and her husband are good parents for the most part, but they are a little self-focused. For example, they are both collectors of things like manga and toys, and they lose their minds if Penny touches their things, and the home is full of their collections. They have an entire room dedicated to this, which they call the fun room, which their daughter isn't allowed in. Not so fun. Now, here's the kicker. The items on the list are almost always part of a collection. Either vintage, certain edition this or that, and tons and tons of Beanie Babies. They've started a toy collection similar to their own for Penny, but it's a lot of things that I've never seen her enjoy or show much interest in. One year, the most excitement she showed was for the box, and she loves Disney movies and Paw Patrol, but she's never gotten gifts related to these things. Also, we suggested some gifts like a toy kitchen or something interactive and sensory, and they shut that down in favor of expensive Lego Star Wars. Lego, she's five. 
I know dang well that's going straight to daddy's fun room. This year, I'm getting her an aerial doll and matching dress. I'm stopping the madness. Yeah, to me, it sounds like either your cousins are pretty much creating a fake Christmas list for stuff that they actually want, or they're just not listening to their child at all. I mean, maybe it's both. How about that? I've got to say, though, what you've said at the end is phenomenal. That's what you have to do. Just say no. It's time. Just say no. Get her what she actually clearly wants. To be honest, I genuinely kind of blame all of you lot a little bit as well. How have none of you put your foot down yet and just said, no, we're not spending $100 to $300 on a five-year-old as well? Like, come on. You guys also have to have a bit of a backbone. Ultimately, nobody can force you to buy presents. And yeah, I'm sure you would love to buy something that is on a genuine list or on a list that's given to you, but come on. If these parents have created a list with the number of presents adding up or, or you know, relating exactly to the number of people in the group chat, that is, come on, I had the audacity of that. And then to charge what? Or to ask for presents in the hundreds of dollars for a five-year-old? You've got to say no way earlier, but... At the very least, do it now. Now for our third entitled parent story. My mum has claimed the spare room in our house as her room. She doesn't actually stay here much, but I freaking hate it. We've always had this weird power struggle over my home and her staying there. I really don't think she's trying to be cute, but actually trying to establish her power over me by stomping on my boundaries. She's only stayed over a couple of times. We don't live in the same city and I've corrected her each time she refers to it as hers. I say, it's not your room, it's the guest room. I kind of thought we were past this song and dance as the previous to last time she stayed, she didn't say it. So I let my guard down stupidly then the latest time she stayed over as i was carrying her things into the room for the night she quickly mutters it is my room isn't it nobody else has stayed in here it caught me by surprise so i didn't correct her this time and besides me and my husband that is technically true but that doesn't mean she has ownership over it either then just yesterday she asked if she could stay over later this week as i'm checking my calendar she slips in a my room phrase So I corrected her. It's not your room, it's the guest room. To which she stuck out her bottom lip in a pout and whines, it is my room. I start to repeat myself and she just talked over me before I could finish about, did you know where your roaster is? The one I got you for blah, blah, blah. Yes, I do know where that roaster is. It's in the closet of the guest room. So now I interrupt her and demand, why were you in that closet? And she proudly boasts, I was snooping. I actually don't really care she went in there, but the way she proudly boasted about it really rubbed me the wrong way. And given the timing of it, it felt a lot like she was trying to hold more power over me when I was trying to establish my own boundaries. I will absolutely be telling her that in no uncertain terms will she be calling it her room again. If she does, it will be the last time she stays in it. But I just wanted to rant about it. Yeah, at this point, you know that your mum is just doing this on purpose, probably to try and rile you. I mean, to be fair, I don't know exactly why she's doing it. It's not the biggest of deals, really, calling a random guest room your room. And she is your mum. But doing it over and over again and you saying, please, could you actually stop doing that? It's not your room. It's a guest room. It's annoying. Yet her continuing to do that, yeah, that is entitled. And her feeling as if she owns or perhaps always has first dibs on a room in your house, obviously not true and yeah, ridiculous. I mean, the easy thing to do would just say you can't stay over anymore, but she's your mum. So I think that's a little bit too much of a, of a unrealistic answer or solution. I guess you could make the room into something else like a games room or something, but then again, you probably do need a guest room. Just tell her to shut up, honestly. I know she's your mum, but just shut up. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Now for our final entitled parent story of this episode. My parents want to give my sister the earrings my grandma left for me. This story is so weird. When I, a 27-year-old female, was 20 years old, I was in a relationship slash FWB situation with a guy who's now 40. It was messy. We were on and off for almost five years. He was always clear he wasn't ready for a relationship and I was always clear that I was madly in love with him. Every time I got tired of the situation and wanted to leave, somehow he convinced me to stay because love is free. We'd spent so much time together, but he wasn't ready to commit i asked my sister for some advice she's now 42 and she gave me some terrible ideas like make him compromise leave stuff at his place and basically turn him into a boyfriend until it was too late for him to say no i never managed to do that because i wanted him to love me as much as i loved him not trap him during the last night i spent at his place he said he wanted to try something more serious with me he talked about some dates that he planned etc only to ghost me forever it was hard this was the first person i loved and he treated me like trash six months passed and one day my sister came home we both lived with our parents saying she wanted to introduce her brand new boyfriend she'd had a ton of boyfriends before but she said that this was the one it was a dinner only with my parents at our home so i was excluded and expected to just go out or chill in my room The day came and while they were eating i ordered a pizza and came downstairs only to find the guy that i was with six months prior dining with my parents and sister i was shocked but i paid for my sister and went to my room to cry after dinner was over i confronted my sister in front of our parents and begged her to not be with him to be loyal to me her little sister There was no way she didn't know who he was. I'd showed her pictures of him, his social media, where he worked, and she even knew where he lived. They never met because he didn't want to meet my family and never introduced me to his, but she knew who he was, and she excluded me from that dinner because she knew. She said they met by chance after we stopped seeing each other, but she knew how hard that rupture was. She knew how painful it was to not even have closure. He just stopped replying. He didn't even block me. He just left me there, wondering, after five years. She knew that during those six months, I was still hurting. I know that it was my fault. I was too naive and thought that if I stayed long enough, he would be ready for the relationship I wanted and would learn to love me. Stupid, I know. She defended herself, saying it was a coincidence and that chemistry was there. She loved him and she wasn't going to lose the love of her life. This stuff only happens once in a lifetime? When I was in my early 20s, I would have believed that. But now, I know that there are 8 billion people in this world. There's no one love of your life. You can find the love of your life multiple times if you look for it. My parents sided with her and said I should get over it since we never had a real relationship. Now skip forward one and a half years. I've been excluded from multiple family gatherings because he would be around and my family thinks I will bring negative vibes since I'm still bitter about everything. I have no feelings for him, but I feel betrayed by my sister and my parents. 
He's just a POS in my eyes now. My sister is now six months pregnant. Due to her age, she'd been extremely pampered by my parents. She still lives at home and is going to move in with him maybe two months after the baby is born. Then they're going to marry. In my culture, it is normal that when a woman gives birth, she moves back or stays with her mum so the mum can help with the baby for the first few months. A week ago, my sister's friends had a surprise baby shower for her. I happened to be at home and I tried to talk to them. I don't know why. Maybe because my sister and I were close before and I'm sad that we're no longer friends. But her friends acted like I wasn't there and only replied to me with, hmm, yes, no, or silence, as if I was the one that created this mess. Or I was a homewrecker. Or I tried to seduce my sister's man. I was planning to move already. I was saving money, etc. But after that, I left immediately to a friend's house. I'm now in the process of finding my own place. Two days ago, I received a call from my parents asking me to talk. I went to their house and they informed me that the diamond earrings my grandma left me will be given to my sister. Those earrings have been in my family for four generations. And before my grandma died, she said the earrings will be mine and my sister will receive a gold necklace. Grandma trusted my parents with the earrings. There was no will or anything. She just asked them to give it to me when I was mature enough to appreciate or take care of a family heirloom. Now my parents think that since my sister is getting married first and is having grandma's first great grandchild, my sister should have it. I'm really mad now. They're robbing me of something my grandma left to me. Look, I don't think my parents are evil evil. I think they were too worried that my sister wouldn't marry due to her age. Again, in my culture, a single woman in her 40s is something of a worry for her family. And now that she's forming a family, they want to reward her with everything. But I was the closest to my grandma. She made it clear the earrings will be mine, not my sister's. Not the first one to marry or have a child, but mine. After two years of being excluded in favor of my sisters, I gave the ultimatum to my parents that they give the earrings to me as my grandma intended, or I will cut them from my life forever well there you go i mean to be fair if you feel like it's come to that point op then maybe that is the right thing to do it's a terrible thing to suggest and yeah it's probably going to be really hard for you even though these people i mean objectively sound pretty ridiculously unfair and, and biased towards your other sister that if this is what's going to make them actually understand and realize that you exist and they can't just treat you like this then uh yeah maybe you've got to do it the really tough thing with the earrings in particular is because there's no will i guess they're not legally yours even though they are but if you've got no proof that your grandma actually said this about the earrings or, or said to you in particular that they're yours it is a tough spot and ultimately like what can you what can you do other than just understand how terrible your entire family is your sister and your parents that is and just say well yeah i don't want a relationship with them anymore just because your sister isn't married by 40 we're gonna have to protect her and give her loads of things and then treat her younger sister horribly ridiculous anyway guys that is gonna do it for this episode of r slash entitled parents hope you enjoyed it. if you did and you want more content like this subscribe turn notifications on for daily reddit content it's imperative that you do that if you want more right away there's a video on screen also linked down below is a playlist of all my episodes if you're not on youtube and uh, yeah with that being said have a good one and i'll see you tomorrow small details or big surfaces tight corners or odd shapes flat rounded textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right because Rustoleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves 
without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum.